Like as moms, we have so much on our plate now more than ever. We have so much going on. We're all doing the best that we can. We all struggle with the same stuff. Nobody has it figured out. So don't try. Like don't waste time trying to figure it out. Like if you have a vision, if you have something that you want, I think it's worth being uncomfortable to go out and get it. Mama! Let's reimagine mom life together. Mama House Goals is your hub for relatable support and helpful resources that help you fuel yourself alongside motherhood. Your identity is bigger than mom, and whatever your goals are, together we're making them a reality. There are so many of you that I talk to that have dreams on your heart, but you're like, I don't even know where I would get started. I don't know anyone. I am not experienced. I don't have this background, any of that. And then there's a couple of you that do have a background in something that overlaps a little more traditionally. And when I started this business, the first thing I did was jump into a bunch of Facebook groups by searching random topics, whether it was business groups or moms with a side hustle or different things like that. Being in those Facebook groups, I would see some of the same people posting occasionally and they would be providing feedback and comments. They would provide insight. They'd be looking for their own support. And one woman specifically has always stood out to me as such a connector and a collaborator and so much insight and so much support to other women. And our guest today is Michelle Vroom. And she is a business coach with more than 15 years of marketing and PR experience. Like I said, sometimes some of those things seem a little more applicable when you jump into your new dream. She has worked with nonprofits, agencies, and big corporations, and now she helps small business owners grow to six figures with more freedom and peace. She believes that every woman entrepreneur should be able to get clients whenever and wherever she wants. She understands the challenges of limited resources and time as she is a boy mom times three, and she shares her proven methods for visibility and relationship building to get clients and grow your business. We unpack what is PR and marketing. We talk about Michelle's best ways to work. We talked about the time that she lost multiple clients within one day and how she bounced back. We talk about how she's found success and sustained it over years and what it means to build this alongside being a mom and having the life that she's truly designing. She also is giving us a 30 days to new client challenge that you can dive into to make sure that you take an hour or less a day to sign a new client in 30 days. I am super excited to have this conversation. We talk about more than business and more than motherhood and this perfect balance in between the two. So make sure you dive in and grab those headphones. This is such a good conversation. Michelle, I'm so excited to have you here. I always say one of my favorite things about being in this space and the community I've built is being able to connect with people I've been following online for a period of time and then just getting to know what's behind what we're seeing on social media or the websites. And you have helped so many women find a balance between business, life, motherhood, and everything in between. And I'm super excited to bring that to our audience today. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Kelsey. I'm excited. So now you have three boys and you have been running this business for seven years. I want to take us back to how did you get started right when your first son was coming into the world into business coaching and this lifestyle? 
Yeah, you know, I don't think I would have gotten started had he, or at least not as soon, had he not come into the world, because that was kind of like the precursor to me really thinking about what I wanted. I mean, when you become a mom, everything changes. Your whole identity changes. What you want out of life changes. Same thing with what do you want out of a career. And so for me, I really thought about like, do I want to keep commuting to my corporate job? I was able to work from home sometimes, so it was a little bit cushier. But I always had the dream of wanting to start my own thing. And it became a like, let's do it now type situation because I want to be home with him. I want to be accessible. I don't want to miss out on anything that I might miss out on if I were commuting. So I will say that he, like I always had the dream, but he really kind of kicked it to the forefront when he was born. And it wasn't long after, it was probably maybe two months after maternity leave with him that I like went back for two months to my job. And then I left and went out on my own, which was a huge leap of faith because at the time I was the breadwinner, making a cushy corporate job, have this little baby at home. But it honestly was the best thing that I ever did. And originally it was about him. Now it's about so much more. It's about really the women that I'm able to help and serve. But he really kicked it into high gear. Like he's the reason why I did it now and did wait however many years because I think I would have kept waiting. Yeah. And well, we often talk about how the business has transpired since then. And I do want to know about that. But I'm also curious, he's old enough to see now what you've created and comprehend it within age appropriate reason, right? What is that like? What is it like to be home where he gets it? I had such a cool situation happen recently, actually. I was like laying in bed with him. Like we go around to each the kids and say prayers and talk about their day and stuff before bed. And I like got up in his bed, like he has this loft bed. And I like got up in his bed and was like laying with him and just kind of wanted to chat with him, like how's school going and all of that. And I asked him the usual questions and I don't get a ton out of him. Typical boy, right? And then I something, I don't know why I asked this question. I rarely... Well, I shouldn't say rarely, but I don't ask it usually. And I just simply said to him, like, do you have anything you you want to ask mommy about? And I expected him to just be like, no, kind of whatever. And he paused and like was thinking about it. And then he said, what do you do for work? Like he wanted me to tell him more. And so I'm like, okay, he's seven. Like I need to explain, how do I explain this? And so I simply said, I help other mommies work and run their businesses. And he like got it. And I said to him, I was like, actually you're the reason why I started doing this is when you were born, I wanted to start my business. And it was like such a cool full circle moment for me to be able to tell him why I did it and that it really truly is because of him. I think he got some of it, probably not all of it, but it was still cool that like I was able to have that conversation with him and that he was showing interest in what I do. That is so cool. That is one of my favorite things. My oldest is four, as we were talking before we clicked to record. And He'll say things now. He'll be like, mama has goals. And I know he doesn't comprehend it. And he'll say like, mom's helping all the other mommies. But it's cool to just be able to know that we're doing our best to lead by example, right? And so there's business coaching skills that you're probably bringing into your household that you don't even really relate to like business skills, but they're showing up. Are there skills that you relate to this business that you feel like really show up in how you show up as a mom or how you help support your family or your household? Are there certain things that you're like, because of this experience and what I do, I've learned this? That's a great question. I think that giving myself a break like going easy on myself. I think I'm more compassionate towards myself because I know the challenges of running a business and 
also with getting to talk to women that I serve every day, like everyone's just doing their best. So I think it made me like go easier on myself in some ways. I think that, I don't know, just having to prioritize your time, like has made me better at like managing time, not just for my business, but for the household. I think that like taking the coaching skills from how I coach my clients, like I, I kind of coach my kid, like it's like coaching my kids and encouraging them to try new things. Like, I think that's the other piece. It was so interesting at my son's school, both my sons, their school like talks about fixed mindset versus growth mindset, which is so cool. Like I learned that because I did not learn that until I was an entrepreneur. And so I think like I'm much more able to encourage them to take risks and to do things that feel hard and scary. Like going to a new school for them last year felt really hard and scary. And I remember like talking with them about it before the school year and saying like, mommy gets scared in her business sometimes. And being able to say like, we're all going to do hard things and scary things together. Like, I don't think those conversations would have happened if I hadn't started my own business. So I think just the taking risks and the trying new things and the getting uncomfortable is something that I now as a mom am encouraging them to, to do. Yeah, so good. Now, some people step into business and they have completely unrelatable experience. Maybe they were doing something that just really doesn't show up with a lot of the hard skills that show up in business ownership and business coaching. But you had 15 years of experience in marketing and PR, which I think is a little bit more of a relatable transition, at least is a huge benefit to starting your own business. What are some of the things that are completely different than you expected stepping into it and some of the things that you still strongly stand behind kind of like the core PR and marketing? Yeah, the things that are completely different, I think, is mindset. Like I really was someone who kind of allowed my thoughts to run the show and didn't realize that like you get to choose new thoughts. And that was something that I really had to work through when I started my business. I think also working through my sales skills, even though I had some of that, like some of that was transferable. It's different when you're selling yourself, right? Versus like in PR selling a reporter on why they should write a story, like selling your own stuff is just so personal that I think that was challenging for me. The stuff that I still stand behind from a core like marketing and PR perspective is just the desire and the need to stand out, right? No matter what you're doing to really think about your message and and who you're speaking to, to think about how you can make like position your message as valuable for the other person. Like that's all stuff that I was doing every day on marketing and PR that I definitely do in my career as well as a business owner and in coaching my clients. The mediums have changed and maybe evolved, right? But being able to stand out, being able to clearly communicate your message, like those are just core principles that I've always had to learn how to do, whether I was pitching a story to a member of the media or talking and communicating with clients when I worked for an agency, stuff like that still translates and is something that I pride myself on being able to bring to my clients. Yeah. And as a business coach, what would you say is your best expertise at this point in time? Because I'm sure throughout the last seven years, you've had different areas you focused on. But right now, what, not even what are you best at, but what excites you most to work with your clients on? Creating a community. For us, it's a Facebook group. It doesn't have to be a group, right? Like people always ask me, do you do a group? I'm like, no, but there's no better community right now. Like there's no better platform to facilitate that community. So helping people build communities of potential clients that they can sell to in a way that feels really easy and like natural and fun and 
kind of exudes their personality. Like that's the stuff that gets me lit up and excited that I could talk about for days, days, days. Because I think that when you have your own community, like you're in control. And I just feel like that's something that every woman, every mom in business should have is the ability to make money whenever she wants. And having a community, like bringing the clients to you is one of the ways that you do that. That's something that I feel really, really strongly about. Yeah. And you're not just like putting them in this holding pot, right? Like you're nurturing and providing value, but you're also offering a step up when they're ready for them to work Mm -hmm. with you and get the support that they need for their next goals if the community isn't giving them everything they need to level up. And like you were saying, just like fixed mindset versus growth mindset, when you're ready to grow to that next step, you're going to need more support. You're going to need more resources. So let's talk about for those that are kind of new to the online business space, some of the ways you currently and have previously worked with your clients so they can kind of understand what your whole umbrella looks like. Yeah. So, I mean, I started out doing done for you services when I first started my business. So done for you marketing, basically social media copy, website copy, like I did everything under the sun, email marketing, like all blogging, all of that stuff. And then I shifted about a year and a half into business, into coaching. So one-to-one coaching, basically coaching women how to market themselves, how to make money online, basically. And then that's evolved into like a group program where I'm really helping people kind of become sought out by creating that community, like becoming a sought out expert. I still do work with my clients one-to-one. I will say that my offers are like kind of shifting a little bit behind the scenes right now, which is exciting. And I just want to be transparent about that because I think that a lot of people feel like once you get to a certain level of business, like nothing ever changes. Everything's just working. It's like, no, you will always make changes. You will always kind of evolve as you see where the market goes. And so for me, being able to support everyone from zero to 100K in their business is really important to me. And so creating offers that make sense given what they should be prioritizing in their marketing at different phases. like That's something that I also feel really strongly about. I think that there's a lot of advice online. There's a lot of messages online and people kind of feel overwhelmed and confused. Like, what should I be focused on? So my offers are going to be reflecting like exactly what you should be focused on at each stage. Stage one being about building relationships that lead to sales. So I call it relationship-driven sales, which feels so good, so much better than trying to convince somebody to buy from you. The next stage up is the community piece that I mentioned is being able to become that sought out expert. And then the stage up after that is selling through your content and your messaging. I love teaching about that. That's something that I just comes really naturally to me. Again, from all of my years being in marketing and PR, I love writing. And so being able to teach people how to become sold out through their content is something that I've started exploring as well. And then, of course, people can work with me one-to-one. So really being able to cover the phases of business that you go through on the way to six figures and what marketing strategy actually makes the most sense. I'm all about keeping things simple, right? I think we need to as moms running businesses, we need to keep things really simple. And so I'm now kind of readjusting my offers to reflect all of that, which is really exciting. Yeah. Now, throughout those three stages for yourself and others, there are speed bumps. There are things that happen that are unexpected there are things that trip you up and you have to pivot or reevaluate. I'd love for you to share some examples with us where that's shown up for you. Okay, losing three clients in one day, two months before I was supposed to give birth to my, I mean, supposed to, I did give birth to my second child, but two months before my due date. That was a big one because at the time I was doing done for you work. This is like retainer work. I can't just start backfilling clients because I, I was about to have a baby, right? And go on leave. Like, 
I was limited in terms of what I was able to do. That was majority of my client base right there. And it was in one day. It was so random, right? But it was like uh, devastating to me. That was a very big speed bump in my business. It literally made me sit there and say to myself, why am I doing this? Should I keep doing this or should I just go back and get a job? Like I, I had those thoughts. Obviously, ultimately, I decided to keep going and I'm thankful I did because I think it also made me so much more aware of the need to have leads and to have a community of potential clients because I had none of that. I had no leads to go out to when that happened, right? And so it definitely like spurred my business on, but that was a pretty big roadblock. I would say other roadblocks would be other than like client clients leaving or client situations, which I know can be very uncomfortable and difficult for people. I would say like just failed launches. I've had so many times where something, and then even though after hitting six figures, like I want to be clear, just because you reach a certain amount of money in business doesn't mean that suddenly those speed bumps go away, right? And so for me, like, failed launches or launches where nobody bought or people bought but has to ask for a refund. Like that stuff has happened to me. Times where it just feels like nobody's watching, nobody's listening. Speed bumps in terms of showing up as a mom and running a business and feeling like I'm neglecting my family. Like I've had those moments. I've had arguments with my spouse about business and about how we're running the household. Like all of those things. I mean, trying to think of like specific stories. I think my husband coming home when it seemed to be a common theme around maternity leave. I don't know why, but my husband coming home when the pandemic happened, having lost his job and me being like, no problem, my business can cover us. And that was two months before I was giving birth to my third child. And so my business having to be the sole provider for the family for six or so months, there's been some really real challenges that have happened and have occurred and I just think that it's really important to normalize that stuff because what I see happening online and the shift that I've seen in the last seven years is people thinking it should be easy. If it's not, something's wrong with me. And really looking for those instant results that are kind of promised, right? That people keep talking about online. Yeah. And so let's like just put into perspective some of these things, right? So you had a moment where you lost three clients in one day. This was what year? Year and a half or roughly a year, not even a year and a half. I think it was a year, literally like just to the year in business. No, not even. Actually, two months prior to my year anniversary. So I'm still in my first year, technically. Right. And so many new business owners would be like, this is the sign. I'm meant to give up. I'm not meant to do this. This isn't my path. I'm sure you felt that way. And now you can talk a little bit about some of your revenue success if you'd like, but you have over 6,500 people in your Facebook community, right? And that's just a portion of your community, right? So can you, like, I just, for anyone listening, can you imagine if Michelle gave up the amount of people she wouldn't have impacted because that was a horrible hard day, right? A super hard day of just questioning, like, should I keep going? So how did you pick yourself back up? Like when you're looking back, you can be like, yeah, it's so great that I picked myself back up. But when you're in it, it's so hard to see that. I thought about like, do I really want to quit? Like, what will I think in the future if I quit? Like, will I be happy with myself for doing that? Or will I always wonder what if? I think that's the biggest thing. Also, like about to give birth, not exactly going to go out and look for another job. But I think ultimately it was like, do I really want to give up here? Like looking at what the cost would be if I did give up. You can look at what your business is costing you now. Discomfort. It's costing you maybe peace of mind, maybe some joy. Like I know people feel that way. 
But for me, I also had to look at the cost if I did give up and if I did stop. And so that kept me going. That was what led to me being like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. I'm a year in, right? Like I don't want to give up. I don't want to quit. There's been so many other times. There's been seasons. 2021, I went backwards in my revenue. I didn't make as much money as I made in 2020. I had an entire year, 365 days of just sheer, utter discomfort as I was working through some challenges in business in terms of the way things were structured and the offers, et cetera. And what kept me going is like, I know I'm going to figure it out. Like, I know I'm going to figure it out. Not that I like had all the answers right then and there, but just I know I will figure this out. I've put too much into this to stop and to quit now. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before is like you're leading by example, right? So your kids, while they may not fully understand exactly that you're everything you do now for work, they're watching you be resilient. They're watching you push through and try new things and have that flexible growth mindset to be able to keep going. What are some ways that you do balance the day-to-day? Because you still have laundry, you still have kids you have to take care of and dishes, and you do have to make time for your partner and yourself. How do you balance it all when you do? What are some things that do work well? Yeah, I'll tell you the things that work well. I'll first say, like, I don't have it all figured out. There have been so many times where I've dropped the ball in one or one or the other, or one season has required more of me in terms of the kids or more of me in terms of business. I just want to like make that really clear so nobody feels like I have it all together. First off, my husband has a non-traditional job, meaning he works freelance and kind of works like odd hours and stuff, which actually has helped us like juggle the responsibilities of the household. Before I had regular babysitting, I just kind of got support from family members and also just did a lot of work during nap time after hours and on the weekends. And those were sacrifices that I had to make in that season. Now we have regular childcare, but like I'm used to every 90 days, something shifting in my schedule. Like my youngest is going to preschool next year, two days a week. So there's going to be some shifts that need to be made to the schedule then. So I've just gotten really good at like anticipating those, communicating with my husband about them, talking about what I need from him, what he needs from me, what we need from the household adjusting things if I need to in the business, asking for more support from my team. Like I ask for a lot of help and I don't do it all. Like sometimes I have to let the laundry go. Sometimes I have to let certain things in the household go. And just so I can make things easy and prioritize what's actually important. Like I do not try to do it all. I pick my battles. I pick the things that are priority and I let go of the rest. And even in business, like there are certain strategies and ideas and things that I would love to take action on right now that I just can't. That just don't make sense either from a business perspective or a time perspective or a season perspective. And so I do have a lot of constraint in terms of saying no to a lot of things and only focusing on the things that are important to me right now. And that can be really hard to do because I'm a very impatient person who wants to do everything at once. I think that's what makes great entrepreneurs. But yeah. Yeah, that is it is so hard. But finding that balance and that prioritization, how do you keep fun a part of it? What do you do for fun? Especially with three little kids, you have to find it somehow, right? Right. We do stuff together as a family on the weekends. At the time of recording this tomorrow, we are going to Sesame Place, which is not too far from where we live. And kids had an opportunity to be in like some kind of a commercial they're recording prior to the park opening. So tomorrow is my middle son's sixth birthday. So we're going to go to Sesame Place. We're waking up at the buck rack of dawn. We're taking the kids and we're going for the day. And I just like rescheduled calls that I had and was like, my husband and I rescheduled our days because we were like, we can only do this. These opportunities don't come around often. And so we'll definitely do that when we want to. We take vacations. like We take time to be with the family. 
we love to play games with them. And during the week, I sometimes feel like I am juggling a lot and I don't always have it together. But I will say that like as a family, we just want to spend time together. We just do what we can. And even if it's like spending a little bit of time talking to my kids at the end of the day before bed about how their day was, like that quality, like it doesn't have to matter the quantity of time as much as the quality of time. And I think that's really important. But it's not always easy to turn your brain off. I do think about business when I'm with my kids. I try not to. I have tools to support me with that, but it's challenging. I don't want to also like minimize that. If there's anyone listening who feels that, you're not alone. Like here is a, here am I talking about, I've been in business seven years. Like I haven't quite mastered that. I don't know if you ever do. I think you just get better at dealing with it and you forgive yourself more too. Yeah. And when it's something you're excited about, it's hard to turn it off because you're like, gosh, I'm excited about this. I have these, yes, they're to-do list items, these things to do, but you're excited about what's on the other side of that to-do item. So it's still in your brain. And so you want to carry it. What are some ways that you unplug from both work and family? And, And like we're saying, maybe it's not fully unplug, but just some ways that you fill your cup individually. Is it a morning routine? Is it journaling or physical activity, what are some ways that you pour back into yourself? Yeah, I'm still working on the morning routine thing. I'll just be honest Me about too. that. I'm working progress on that one. But I will say like going for a run, doing some kind of workout, reading. I love reading. I'll go to the library with the kids and get a bunch of books. You know, I try to find like shows to watch with my husband, but I would say reading and physical activity for sure tend to be the ways that I kind of check out. Like playing games with the kids, taking them somewhere, getting out of the house, I think definitely helped me check out. Yeah, same. It's hard when you're in your space, especially when you work your business and you work from home, plus like all of the life items there, whether it's dishes and laundry and toys and things like that. What is a book you've read recently that you loved? Oh my goodness. There's so many books that I've read recently that I love. I love anything by Kristen Hanna. She wrote The Nightingale, Firefly Lane. I will read anything she puts out. She did a book last year that I read called The Four Winds. It was so good. It's so good. I like to read a lot of fiction because I I don't know. I feel like I do like business-related podcasts. And so when I read, it has to be like fiction-oriented. What else have I read? Ruth Ware is another great author. I've read like all of her books. She's very much like mystery kind of suspense. So those would be some of the ones that I've read recently that I love. There's been business books too, but I tend to like to check out with them. Yeah, no, that's great. People are always looking for the more fun books. So that's great. And and maybe not fun, but like you said, different mindset. Yeah, I tend to go for like the suspense thrillers that like a little nervous reading under your covers at night. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? But it's just fun. Like, it's just something I enjoy. Oh, I just read a, it's like a more of romance book. It was by Carly Fortune. It's like the end of summer or something summer. So good. I would like go Google her. Those of you listening and go read her book. It's something about the end of summer or whatever, but it's, it was such a good book. I got it from a library and did not expect it to be so good. And it was excellent. So I love that. And family game night, top family game night. Trouble. Trouble. Or Mario Uno. Mario Uno. We just started playing regular Uno with our four-year-old and he was loving the skip card with yeah like kids love mario so that's like their big thing but we've been getting into trouble too which is awesome Um, every summer after by carly fortune i promise you guys listening you will love it it's such a good book it's an amazing awesome i'm gonna check it out too easy read really good like you'll love it so one of the things that i think is so difficult whether it's these activities or business excitement and so I first want you to answer in the terms of business. How do you stay 
proud of what you've accomplished and present in what you're currently trying to execute with also planning for the future in your business? I have always been really good at like celebrating a little bit and then like moving on to the next thing. So I've really had to force myself to just like sit with my accomplishments and celebrate things and like maybe it's buy myself something special or take myself out to lunch or do something out of the norm. I think that I tend to be really hard on myself. And so for me, like remembering the things that I've accomplished, again, taking that time really helps. And then periodically, like sitting down and I obviously have a team that supports me with this and like thinking about the future and what do I want to accomplish. Honestly, that's evolved. Like I'm thinking more ahead into the future now than I used to. Used to just be thinking a month ahead or whatever. Like it doesn't have to, future doesn't have to be like this big, massive, looming thing either. It can just be like thinking about what do I want to achieve in the month ahead? Like thinking about certain seasons when I know the kids are going to be home or whatever. Like that kind of planning definitely helps. But I think for me, just what keeps me going is just the determination that I have, like to reach and serve more people. And so I try to celebrate when I can and celebrate in big ways as a family. Sometimes we'll celebrate like big accomplishments that we've had, that I've had in business and like celebrate with the kids. And then I really do try to make it a point to look at what's working. What can I make better? Like, what can I tweak? And then focus on, for me now, planning a quarter ahead instead of just a month ahead. So that's kind of evolved like as it's become more of a habit for me. I love that. Now, let's get into a little bit of strategy. So if we have a mom or aspiring mom, whoever's listening, business owner, and she is just getting started or maybe hasn't even started yet, what is the most important thing in terms of business setup or marketing or PR for that they've been in business less than a year, just getting started or haven't even got started yet? What is one action step you would tell them to take? Like, go talk to people. Like, go talk to as many people as possible. Go network. Go look up your local chamber of commerce. Go jump into other Facebook groups and just build relationships. Do coffee chats. I would offer myself up for market research for anybody who was doing market research inside of other Facebook groups. Like, just making as many connections as possible and meeting as many people as possible. And every time I told them that I do social media marketing, like, they would ask, oh, tell me more. And like, usually... I would get clients that way just from having those conversations. I think that most people do not talk to enough people. We sit back and we worry about creating content. You do not need to be creating content at that stage. We worry about creating a website or doing all of this fancy stuff. And it's like, you don't need that. I remember that I signed up for 17 hats, which is kind of like a dubsado before I had any clients because I was bringing like my agency world. I was like, oh, I'm going to track my time. I'm going to do all of this. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, sweet, Michelle, you didn't need to be doing any of that. You just need to get out there and talk to people. And so I think there is this tendency to like hide behind the scenes. And it's like, just go tell people what you do. It doesn't matter where, because even if they're not somebody who wants to buy from you, like they have a network, right? They have an audience too. And so I think that's going to be the first step before you do anything else. Again, I see a lot of women like creating content and spending all this time creating graphics and Canva and like, doing reels and TikTok and all this stuff. And it's like, you got to, you don't have an audience yet. You got to get out there and talk to people first, straight up. Yeah, I love that. And I also think it's really important because you learn so much about what it is that you're good at, what you like doing, who you are when you have those conversations. You don't learn that much when you're creating like graphics or making reels, but having a conversation and answering the question, like, what do you do is where you learn that. 
And so for someone that's already had maybe a version of business success, they've moved some products, got a couple clients, they've had something happen, and they're feeling just a little stuck in kind of in that paralysis analysis overload of I'm stuck, I need to take action, I'm just getting in my own way. What is a one thing you would do to get the ball like rolling again for them? Think about why you're stuck, like what's making you feel stuck. Are you trying to get it right or get it perfect? I would first look at your thoughts about that. Like what is leading to you being stuck? Are you spending too much time comparing and consuming content than actually getting out there and creating your own? And then I would really think about like the people that you want to serve. Like that's the best way to get unstuck is to go like talk to someone or go answer questions or go serve one of your clients, like get on a client call. And then when you get off, it's like you took the focus off of you and then you'll have so many more ideas. So I would first start by looking at what's standing in your way. And then I also think that a lot of people have analysis paralysis because they're trying to do too many things. And so I would get really clear, like, what is the one goal that you have? There, there can't be 10 goals. There has to be one, one specific goal, one specific thing that you want to accomplish, like start there. And then what's the simplest path to getting there, right? For anyone who doesn't know that, like, this is where having a coach or having support or resources is super helpful to be able to talk that through. I think a lot of people say like, I want more clients or I just want more money, but they don't set clear goals. And so it always feels like they're kind of like throwing stuff at a wall to see what sticks or looking at certain strategies and trying to guarantee that this is going to produce the thing that I want. And that's what also creates analysis paralysis. So I would have them really set a, a clear goal and like back up and look at what do I actually want to accomplish here? What's like the fluffs that I bring into the table and what do I actually want to accomplish? Okay, if I want two clients in the next month, okay, how many sales calls do I want to book? Okay, how, how am I going to go book those sales calls? Like, who am I going to talk to make that happen? Like, where are the three places where I can go connect with somebody who needs my services? And then, like, that's how you back things up. I call it reverse engineering. And I just think a lot of people are, like, very vague in what they want. And that can definitely lead to a lot of analysis paralysis. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your team because so many people are like, yeah, I don't like what I'm doing, but I don't know that I want to be a business owner. And I would love for you to talk about how you can support a business owner that you align with their vision without having to go launch your own business. Yeah. So my team, I have an operations manager. I have a client success manager, somebody who supports my clients, and I have a marketing coordinator. And so two full-time people, one part-time person. And they all, like the two full-time people came to me not having run their own business, like not being in the business world. And that's been super helpful. So yeah, I have support kind of on all fronts. I have support with serving my clients. I have support from the operations manager in terms of like making sure that we're thinking ahead and that we're managing projects and we're catching kind of all of those little details. I have support from the marketing coordinator to make sure that like content and stuff is getting out there. But they all came to me with an interest in the mission and vision of the company, which I think is what's allowed them to stay on so long. Because two of the three have been with me for three plus years. Yeah. And what a cool opportunity. It's just like different than the typical job, right? And when you have a mom business owner who is your boss, she understands. Like you understand if they have things come up. That doesn't mean that you don't need them to do their job, but you understand when real life hits. You understand the ideation behind like a work-life balance of a, a better workplace environment and doing something that lights you up and that you love. 
Now, if someone was thinking about how they could make the shift to learn more about this world before starting their own business, maybe it was working for someone, maybe it's just staying where they're at, but really pouring into education around what does it mean to be a business coach or have an online business or support people through services? What would you tell them to do? How would you recommend they get more education where they're at right now? Yeah, I think joining like other Facebook groups, like I'm in a women in marketing Facebook group that is a mix of people who run their own businesses, but also people who work in marketing focused roles. So I think really getting in a community and like observing and seeing what people are talking about and the challenges that they're facing. I think that there's also just so many like beginner business courses in the online world that like you could take and just kind of see if it's something that you want to explore and what would you be doing if you were running your own business. Those are some of like the go-to things that I think are really important if you're thinking about it and maybe not sure like logistically what you need to do and kind of how to get set up. I would imagine even on a platform like Udemy or something like that, there's probably so many like beginner, really affordable courses to help people like start to kind of put all of that into practice. Yeah, absolutely. In the last 12 months or so, what has been a light bulb moment for you or something that has shifted things in your life or business? It sounds so funny to say that this is a light bulb moment because I feel like I should have known it before, but like don't have to do everything myself and I don't have to do it all now. Yep. That sounds like, duh, like I should have known that already, but no, I've really been learning that in new ways. In the last 12 months, like recognizing that like I don't have to be everything to everyone. I don't have to take care of everyone that actually helping them and giving them autonomy to take care of themselves has been really huge. I would say that's been big in both business and life. And yeah, just recognizing that everything has to be done right now. And like really prioritizing, like I I hope my clients prioritize, but like prioritizing for myself has been very refreshing on both the business and and household side too. Yeah. And staying in the now and not just being like, okay, this has to be done now. That's a future project is so important. But how do you stay attached and dream and live out this biggest version of your business? And are there any parts of that you'd be willing to give us insight into the things that you dream of? One day I see this happening or it's going to go here. Yeah, I would say a lot of the dreaming just comes from like, I don't know, it's like I, I it's a hard to turn my brain on. And so I just will have like random ideas sometimes while I'm going for a run or like when I'm with the kids, like when I'm relaxed, I think I, I tend to kind of get checked into that and like come up with like random ideas or things that play into the vision. I mean, I have my own coach. So we're definitely like every year really mapping out what the vision looks like for that particular year. We've talked about my three-year plan and my five-year plan. It's has been challenging in the past for me to think that far ahead, but I feel like I've gotten better at doing that. It's like exercising a muscle. My vision really is to get to seven figures in my business. I definitely want a million-dollar business in the next two years. So that is definitely one of my biggest visions. I think overall, like being able to speak on stages, like being able to speak around the world feels really exciting to me in whatever capacity that looks like. Definitely growing a team, definitely buying a second vacation home for my family. Like that's something that my husband and I have really like, we went to visit family in South Carolina and we're like, oh my gosh, it'd be amazing to have a vacation home here. Like just thinking about the future of the family as the kids get older, like what I would like to have happen. Those are all really big things. There's a certain amount of time that I'd spend thinking about those things, but then sometimes they just come to you when you're 
relaxed and enjoying the life that you have with your family. I think we could all stand to enjoy what we have too more and like have gratitude because I think that's what leads to bigger visions and, and other things that you want down the road. Absolutely. Gosh, we could talk all day, Michelle. I have a couple more questions for you. But before that, I'd love for you to just tell everyone where they can dive into you, where they can listen to more, be a part of your world, your Facebook group, all of the things. And of course, we'll link it all below. Yes. So Market Like a Boss is my Facebook group. I also have a 30 days to new clients calendar, which is basically like just 30 days of practical tips to go out and market your business and get clients. So it's great for people who are beginners. It's also great for people who maybe have been getting clients from like referrals, but there's not been like a ton of marketing strategy for that. And when you download that, you're actually going to get access to videos that I've recorded inside of Market Like a Boss to help you really bring those concepts to life. So you can either straight up join the Facebook group, you can download the 30 Days to New Clients Challenge, our clients calendar. And it's honestly just practical tips to help you figure out like, what should I be doing? What should I be prioritizing? Right? Because again, I think there's just so much conflicting information out there that I really try to break it down and help you decide like, what should I be doing now versus feeling like I have to do everything? You also talk about motherhood and, and, you know, being a mom and running a business, like that stuff just kind of comes up naturally in conversation. Yeah. And those are two free resources, right? So everyone should definitely tap into those. What is something, I don't like the words mistake and failure. They're all learnings. But what is something that has happened over the, the years of your business that you've been like, okay, if I could stop someone else from having to go through that, sure, it was a learning experience for me, but this is something I've learned. Not stopping your marketing when you get clients and not continuing to market and get leads. I've experienced that. My clients have experienced that, like turning off your marketing or not really intentionally marketing, like getting way too comfortable and dependent and reliant on certain clients. That hands down would be a, a mistake that I've made that I think it's a part of the learning curve, but hopefully can help other people. Other things, honestly, just not being honest about my goals. Having times where I said it was okay not to make a certain amount of money or like, I don't really need to set goals this month, but like I didn't need it, right? So being honest about what I really want and what goals I want to set, taking on clients that I knew were in a good fit, but that I felt pressure to or felt like I had to. That's a big one. When you feel the financial pressure, it's really easy to make those decisions, but that always comes back to bite you. Like those clients never make you feel better, right? They always make you feel worse. Like when you're serving a client who's not a good fit, so I would say that's been a huge learning lesson for me over the years. Not getting so rattled by other people. I don't know. I don't know that they're like how to teach that as a lesson to people other than I guess you have to go through it. But like, I wish I didn't consume so much. I wish I didn't like spend so much time following what other people were doing. I wish I took action faster in some respects. I agree. There's a really fine balance between learning and allowing yourself to expand your thoughts with others, but also putting your head down and focusing because only you can do what's right for you. I think that's been a big learning for me too. Thinking about others also, I'm curious whether it's when you first left your job in the very cushy corporate marketing and PR job, or it's still now having conversations with people outside of this world, like friends and family that maybe still don't really understand what you do and definitely didn't understand then. How do you balance that? People aren't going to understand. Now, sometimes it's the people closest to you, which is a shame if that happens. My husband is very supportive and does understand. Sometimes he still doesn't, though, totally. So for me, knowing who I can talk to and knowing who is not going to be helpful 
for me, like to talk about business or to like ask for advice. Like there's certain people that I won't go to, to ask for advice. I think this is where having a coach or a community or whatever, like that is massive. I have a community of people who get it, who are running businesses, who understand. And I just, I'm looking to create even more of that for my clients. And so I think that's huge because the people in your world aren't going to understand, right? And they may have some thoughts about it. I know when I started my business, there were some family members who were like, are you not going to be taking care of your kids? Like there was some guilt over that. Isn't it enough for me to just care for my kids? Like, why do I want to do this business too? And so again, I learned like who were the safe people I could trust and some people I don't talk to about certain things. And you just have to, I mean, you have to protect your own, I don't know if it's energy, but just like your own mind. And so that was something that I've done. And I do have boundaries in place for like certain people that I won't talk to, certain people that I will. But I think finding that community online has been really important. While at the same time, having my core friends that I spend time with offline is also important because that's part of like, go back to going back to one of your earlier questions. That's part of what fills back up my cup when I am wanting to check out of the business side of things, like being able to meet up with other moms at the park and their kids and all that. Like that stuff is important too. I'm just probably not going to take a lot of time talking about my business with like, don't get it. Like I do prefer to kind of stick to my community um, online. That's like, you don't have that community that is really important. Even if it's just joining a free Facebook group, like market, like a boss, like I want to create that community for other people because I think it can feel very lonely and isolating otherwise. Yeah. So good. So another thing I love to know is just like, what are you currently excited about? Like we talked about the bigger vision. We talked about some cool things that have been going on in your business. But when you think of your right now goals, like even just like kids just got out of school for summer, thinking about the summer, what are some things that you're excited about business, life, family, or just for you? Well, unveiling the offers that I talked about on here, like the different offers, the, the updated offers is really exciting. I'm having some of my mastermind clients come to my home in July, which is going to be on like hosting a little retreat at my house, which I've never done before, but feels very on brand for me because I always aim to be like honest and transparent and like let them see how I live. So that's super exciting. I would say that my husband and I are taking a vacation at the end of August, just the two of us to Mexico, which I'm really pumped about. We've got a short trip for the kids coming up in a couple of weeks. Like we're just doing fun day trips and stuff throughout the summer, which is also very exciting. So that's a mix of kind of business and personal things that I'm really excited about. But I just feel like I have a level of clarity in my business about what I'm offering and who I'm offering it for that feels very exciting. And I can't wait to kind of bring that out from behind the scenes. Love that. You've given us so many takeaways. But if there was one more thing for that mom that feels like she has goals and she's looking to take that next step for herself and she's just feeling a little bit of hesitation around something. What's a piece of advice you would give her? You're always going to be afraid of something, right? Like whether you take that leap in your business or not, like the time's going to pass. You're going to feel scared no matter what. Do it anyway. Like I can't imagine if I hadn't started my business seven years ago, like I would have looked back and been like, oh my gosh, like that regret of looking back, I think is actually worse than doing the uncomfortable thing. And so I would just say that, right? That like do the uncomfortable thing. Because if it's uncomfortable, it also probably means it's going to lead to more growth and then it's something that's important to you. And so I would do that. I would also just really give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Like as moms, we have so much on our plate now more than ever. We have so much going on. We're all doing the best that we can. We all struggle with the same stuff. Nobody has it figured out. 
So don't try, like don't waste time trying to figure it out. Like if you have a vision, if you have something that you want, I think it's worth being uncomfortable to go out and get it. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much, Michelle. Everybody go take some uncomfortable action and then go take a screenshot of this and tag Michelle and tell her what you did. Study you guys love. There's so much more where this came from. Take the next step and download the Mama Has Schools app or visit our web platform. Real, authentic, full, supportive community is available at your fingertips and we can't wait to create space for you, Mama.